Peace, Love family. I think we do that every time. Peace, family, and welcome to episode four of It's That Easy with Nicole and Nikki. I hope everybody is enjoying their Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Um, so um, we're, we're going to wait a few minutes, and, and, and my co-host, my lovely co-host, Coley Cole, is going to be joining us in a little bit. In the meantime, in between time, I'm going to go ahead and jump in to the show. Um, I want to start with a few uh, reminders about some upcoming uh, events with the priesthood. So coming up starting this Sunday, July 10th at 12 noon, is the Quantum Scriptures class. A quick description, we will advance your understanding in the application of Scripture through practical techniques, as many are leaving the churches because deep within they feel as if they're more there's more to the scriptures, but their respective pastors cannot provide and quench their curious hunch. Therefore, you got to uh, jump into the quantum scriptures course where uh, Minister Jew will be decoding uh, the scriptures. Coming up in September in Jacksonville, Florida, September 23rd through the 25th, is the Positron Pass Weekend. In this workshop, you will learn the process of human thoughts and how and where your past issues are lodged in your consciousness. So for more information about those events, you're going to want to go over to myimaginationguru.com. You can also find the information, I'm pretty sure, over at um, theimaginationguru.com. Both of those websites will have the information and further details about those upcoming events for you. So, uh, today's topic is a topic that I've I've been anxiously waiting to get to. We are already at episode four of this. It's that easy, and this week's topic is uh, the nature. We're talking about the nature of accidents. Um, is there a such thing as an accident, or are accidents divinely ordained? And interestingly enough, there has been a lot going on politically, socially, a lot going on in the media that I think today's topic in question uh, really speaks to. Um, funny enough, um, as, as we're waiting for Coley Cole to get on the line with us, um, you know, she's, she's got some things going on in her, in her personal universe. She called me a little while before the show started and was like, Nick, you gotta, you gotta get us rolling today and I'm, I'm gonna be on here, you know, I'm gonna support, um, but, but, um, it's gonna take me a little while before I get on the line. And we both just kind of said to ourselves, okay, there ain't no such thing as a mistake. Let's go, you know, and, and and recognizing um, within that moment, you know, that, that all things are divinely ordained. So I said, all right, Coley Cole, you, you got my back, right? And she was like, yep, let's do it. You can do it. Um, and so so here we are uh, for episode four of It's That Easy. Um, so I, I had a few things on my mind that, that I wanted to talk about today. One thing that I was questioning whether or not I wanted to address, and funny enough, um, when when Coley Cole called me and said that I was going to have to open up the show today, it, it seemed as though it was 
just sort of that divine head nod saying, yep, go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity um, because I, I think some of our guests may be wondering, you know, where our thoughts are around, you know, what's recently going on in the media around police shootings and all of this madness and, and craziness that is going on. And um, I, I had been thinking about these activities to myself and, and whether or not or how, what's the proper way to speak to these things. And, you know, I I, I thought to myself as, as the topic of um, – divinely ordained accidents, <laughs> as as I was thinking about the topic, something that came to mind, I was thinking about how oftentimes we've been trained um, through our schooling, through society, through our families, that when and if something, you know, so-called bad happens to us, when and if something happens, you know, that is outside of our our desire for what we would like to see in our lives. Oftentimes we believe that it's a it's a punishment from God. And for I'll speak for myself personally, before I learned the concept of divine perception, I would often find myself in a space of, you know, reacting and 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 beating myself up you know why why is this thing going badly why is this happening to me and it wasn't until i i i got really grasped the hold of this concept of divine perception that that i got to understand that nothing happens by accident a few weeks ago i was uh i was running late going to pick my daughter up uh from from school from daycare and I'm in the car, I'm frustrated, and y'all know how it is when you're in a rush somewhere, right? And you in the car, you're driving, you're trying to get there, and, you know, Newton's Law just seems to pop up. Everything that can go wrong seems to go wrong whenever it is that you're in a rush. So I'm finding myself frustrated. You know, I'm trying to hurry up and, and, and pick my baby up from school before before I'm late. A few minutes down the road, I see there's this big accident on the side of the freeway. It's like four or five cars uh, piled up in an accident. And it occurred to me, nope, that wasn't an accident. Nope, I wasn't running late. That was God or the universe detouring me so that I wouldn't be involved in that accident. And as soon as I realized that I took a deep breath, you know, breathed it out, and I was able to get calm, right, because because I found meaning in what I was going through or experiencing at that moment. And even though, you know, it wasn't a huge deal that I was, you know, running 15, 20 minutes behind, it, it was still frustrating for me. It was still frustrating for me to be in that space. So so once I realized the 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 deeper meaning to why I was experiencing that delay it allowed me to get into my own space of all is well. And so when I think about divine perception, when I think about 
divinely ordained activity, which everything is, right? I'm reminded that there are no mistakes. There are no accidents. So that said, I found myself this morning thinking about what's been going on in the media with, you know, the police shootings and all of this crazy stuff going on. And non-coincidentally, I think something that that has been really easy to overlook is the the great cosmic activity that's been going on this past week. So we've had the – twice a year we have a, a, an alignment with – our our spiritual son, as it's it's sometimes called, or our binary twin, called Sirius. Um, so this time of year, Sirius, the Earth, and the Sun have one of two annual alignments that really serves to uh, amplify the the vibes in our atmosphere and. Some of us may be unaware that the star Sirius represents freedom. So it's been really interesting to me that, and we're also going through what's called the heliactic rising of Sirius, um, among some other uh, celestial activities. And so yesterday was my birthday. And I was having a conversation with my mom, and, you know, we were just kind of chatting and, and talking about, you know, oh, she, it must have been about noon that I was talking to her. And she was like, what was I doing at this time, you know, noon on July 7th, 1983? Um, and, 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 and she was just kind of revisiting that space of, you know, the day that, you know, my babies were born. I have a twin sister. And... Um, as as the conversation progressed and we were talking a little bit more, my mother said to me, she said, you know, Nikki, one of the things that I'm I'm proud of you about is that you are present. You allow yourself to to feel in the moment. You know, you haven't allowed yourself to become numb uh to the world. You haven't allowed yourself to become numb to your emotions and, 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 and your space. Um, you know, based on, you know, what I think a lot of people, um, you know, allowing it, not allowing yourself to be jaded by your disappointments, not allowing yourself to be jaded by failure. And I was like, wow, you know, thanks, Mom. And as we continued to chat a little bit more, I, you know, I'm kind of in tears as, as, you know, my mother is kind of patting me on my back and, you know, it's my birthday and so I'm a little bit emotional. And as as I thought about her statement, about allowing myself to feel, not allowing myself to, to get to be numb or or to be stuck in any particular emotional state, but just allowing myself to be present and to feel. What occurred to me is that everything that I've been through in my life, every disappointment I've had, every every so-called failure that I've experienced in my life has served to bring me to exactly where I am today. And so that being true, I realized that 
all of those so-called failures, all of those so-called mistakes were actually divinely ordained activities and lessons to bring me to a very particular point and space in my life. And and I want to tie that back to what's been going on in the media with the police shootings because, you know, three, four, five times a year, it seems like we keep hearing the same story, you know, an unarmed black man, an unarmed black child, an unarmed black woman being shot and killed by the police. And as I scrolled this morning through my my social media and, and just kind of allowed myself to peek in on the conversation that folks were having around these activities, it, it was like Groundhog Day. It was like deja vu. You know, many folks were having the same reactions to what is going on. And I I scratched my head a little and I said, you know, I wonder when it is that we're going to, first of all, realize that we are not being punished, I dare say, but we are being prodded and challenged to respond. When are we going to realize that that God is not punishing us? When are we going to realize and and really start, you know, believing in God and recognizing that all of this is really just a call to action from God? And 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 for a moment, I I found myself starting to get a little frustrated because I'm like. You know, damn, when are, when are we going to stop behaving like crazy people? When are we going to stop being insane? And how do I define insane? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So I found myself getting a little frustrated because I'm like, you know, what are we going to do differently? When are we going to respond differently? And it occurred to me that we will respond differently. We, re- we will act differently once we recognize that there are no accidents and, and, and we really dig into believing and knowing that God is on our side, that just because something, you know, sad has happened in our community, that it is not a punishment but simply a call to action. So that's 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 that was sort of my reflection this morning around accidents or or what we believe to be accidents. And it occurred to me there there's no such thing. You know, how can we believe that the very same God, the very same higher power, the very same universe that is responsible for our heartbeats, right? Because science can't even figure out what is responsible in the human body for initiating the heartbeat. We know what regulates it, but what initiates that heartbeat? Science hasn't even figured out what's responsible for the, the, the push that causes the blood to flow back up into the heart 
So if we know that there are workings and 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 activities beyond our very small and limited human human understanding at what point is it that we will trust and believe that there are things at play that are greater than this very small human existence and 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 once we can really lean into that and once we can really know that that's when we'll, we'll begin to trust ourselves and to trust God. And 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 I thought to myself, well, well what is it going to take for us to trust it and to know that thing, right? Not to speculate about it and to guess about it and to think, oh, maybe there's a God out there. What is it going to take for us to really know and to trust that thing? And And for me personally, what it's taken and and what I know I'm I'm I, I know that my my brain is being rewired to to trust self to trust God right because our society you know teaches us that we can only trust what's tangible what we can actually physically see so I I've, I've been going through a journey to rewire my brain so that I can I can trust that 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 small voice called spirit so that I can trust and know that God is on my side and and the the journey has simply been facing adversity and going through and coming out victorious on the other end of those adversities so I've recognized that the ver- the adversity has been necessary for the reprogramming we've we've got to be reprogrammed so that's 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 where i'm at with this whole you know uh police activity this whole uh black community uh you know folks dying senselessly and it, and what i realize is that it's not senseless it is it is all a part of the message it is all a part of of the journey and it is up to us to 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 respond differently it is up to us to trust and know that god is present that the universe is constantly conspiring for our success we got to believe that and we got to know it and and growing regrowing and reprogramming ourselves into that state of thinking it's gonna be a little painful, family, but but I know that it'll be worth it. So, episode four of "It's That Easy: The Nature of Accidents." Is there a such thing, or are they divinely ordained? So, one of the the the, the things that I wanted to discuss today is my own personal experience in what i thought was an accident and and the 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 greatest divine accident that i've ever experienced was honestly the birth of my daughter right so funny enough when nicole and i first met each other you know as we were 
starting to outline the different topics that we wanted to talk about in the radio show, this was one of the things that we talked about. She was like, well, well what was your divine mistake, sis? <laughs> and And it's hard to call it a mistake because in retrospect, I realized that it was not a mistake, but a divinely ordained activity to bring me to a new space, a new state of awareness, a new state of being. So like I said, one one of the greatest divine divine uh accidents that I've ever experienced was getting pregnant with my daughter. Like and and I know for some folks that's probably like, ooh, you know, you can't say that. But it's the truth. And and one of the things that Nicole and I agreed to do in, in doing this show was to be completely transparent because it, it is my hope, it is Nicole's hope, it's our hope that simply through sharing our experience, somebody may hear themselves in our voices and 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 come to a space of understanding and, and divine perception that will allow them to see that they've, they've, they've made no mistakes. They've simply been present and and experiencing that which the universe or God or their own spirit has ordained for them to experience. So my baby girl just turned three years old a couple weeks ago, well, not even a couple weeks ago, um, and we had this big, huge birthday party for her. It was incredible. You know, we we had a big celebration, and every year around my daughter's birthday, you know, I, I just take some time to sit back and 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 think about, you know, giving birth to her, to think about the the process and the journey of being pregnant with her, right? Because for me, that that journey of of pregnancy with my daughter was was another space of reprogramming, right? Because as we cross over into becoming parents, we learn the lesson that life is 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 greater than our own personal whims and desires. You know, as we become parents, we are now living for and making decisions for someone else, right? And that's a that's a huge task. That that is a that's a big job, right? But I think that what parenthood also teaches us is that we are so much greater than we give ourselves credit for, right? I always laugh to myself because, like, literally, after I, I pushed my daughter out and she was born and, you know, she cried and did her little newborn baby thing, I'm, like, literally trying to get up, you know, off the bed and, like, you know, walk into the bathroom like just normal, like nothing happened, right? As And I was in labor with my baby for 31 hours, right? 31 hours of labor trying to push this child out. And then when it was time for them to move me out of the delivery room into my recovery room, you know, in my mind, you know, I walked up out of there like a G, you know, (laughs) had my pimp walk on and everything because what occurred to me in that very moment was that I was so much stronger and so much greater than I had ever given myself credit for, right? 
I just pushed a human being out of my body into the world. I just created an entire life. If if that is not incredible, I don't know what is. So I always have this picture of myself, you know, like pimp walking out of the out of the delivery room. Well, I would have pimp walked had they let me pimp walk, but they made me like sit inside of the inside of the gurney thing and like push me in there. But I, you know, I kind of pimp got pushed into <laughs> on the gurney into the other room. But in that moment, I felt so powerful, and it occurred to me that if I could survive that. I could do anything. And and it was there that I really started and, and began a new journey because I was a new person after that. After giving birth to my daughter, I was I was brand new. I was I was now aware of my power and not in an arrogant way, not in a boastful way. But in a very quiet, like, yeah, you did that. And I was so proud of myself. And every year that progresses, I find and and lean further into a greater sense of my own power, a greater sense of my own being. So the reason I say that that was one of my, my greatest accidents, right, and I use the term accident loosely because I really don't even believe in accidents, just the same as I don't believe in coincidence. But but for lack of a better word, that was my greatest accident because it was through that journey that I really came into and was able to identify and define my power. So when I when I first got pregnant with my daughter, I won't lie, that was that was something that I had to lean into. I had to get you I knew what was coming. I'll I'll tell y'all quickly. I have I think I mentioned earlier I have a twin sister. So my twin sister had her first child at twenty one and I was I was very present and very involved in, you know, her pregnancy and her labor, the whole thing, right? And and before my sister had her baby, you know, I just kind of thought having a kid was just kind of a normal part of life. You know, you kind of do it, and, you know, it is what it is. We we give it our best shot, and, you know, if, if we mess up, then, you know, oh, well. I, I had I didn't really have a value for that job description, right? But But when I saw my sister go through her labor and 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 I saw her cross that threshold into motherhood that was really the first thing that that kind of shocked me into the reality of how great of a job being a parent actually was and after she she had her son it occurred to me that parenthood was not something that I wanted to step lightly into right it occurred to me that that I wanted to be aware of myself before I stepped into that space. It occurred to me that I I wanted to be you know physically in a in a space of of stability um, before I brought another human being 
into or onto the planet, into existence, right? So it took me, you know, nine years before I was I was ready. And even when it actually happened, I panicked and I was like, no, I'm not ready. I can't do it. You know, I, there's so many other things. But after I allowed myself to breathe through it, and and to to make the adjustment into that new reality i said to myself okay i know that this is going to be a journey i know that this is going to require me to to change to grow because even though I didn't think that I was ready, what I did know in that space was the type of parents that I wanted to be. What I did know was the type of child that I wanted to produce. And because I was just at the beginning of my journey, the journey of, of, of leaning into my power, because I, I hadn't discovered my power yet when I, when I got pregnant with my daughter. I, I hadn't discovered my innate godliness i hadn't discovered those things yet so i i really wasn't sure i was like mm, i don't know if i can do this you know and there and there comes a decision that we make as women right like like let's be really real about that okay we live in the 21st century where you know having a child or not having a child is a is a choice that we make, right? And and we can make that choice very easily, right? And and if we decide not to have the child, that is a decision that we can that is an option that is made so easy to us, right? They have a pill now where you can you can abort your child through a pill. So that's how accessible that that option is. We can opt out very easily. And in a microwave society that tells us that the easiest option is the best option, many of the signs were pointing in the direction of, nah, pimp, you should probably opt out, right? But there was that, that still, quiet little voice, and, and perhaps even my, my child's spirit whispering in my ear, you're big enough, you're great enough. You can do this. And so I made the decision. I made the choice to trust myself, to believe in myself, and to know that, okay, I, I might not be sure about everything, but I can do this thing. So I chose to do it. And I, I went through the journey, and, and mothers, you all know, and, and can relate to the morning sickness, and I have no idea why they call it morning sickness. That is a lie. It is called all-day sickness, right? <laughs> I agree. So <laughs> I, 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 you know, clawed through that period. And then, and then the funny thing about pregnancy is after you get through that obstacle of the all-day sickness and, the, and your body adjusting to having this person developing inside of you, you get to a space in there where it's enjoyable being pregnant. I remember when I was about eight months pregnant, 
I was like, oh, I can be pregnant forever. I was loving it. There's a euphoria that comes along with it. And then about nine and a half months in, I was weary. I was tired. And I'm like, all right, it's time. This baby has got to come out, right? And so you go you go through all of these various transitions in becoming a mother. And then it's time for the labor. And 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 labor is not a term that I use lightly because it is literally a labor. But it's a labor of love. And it's 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 that final leg in the race where you where you're tired and you're not sure you can do it, but you know you gotta finish the race. Cause that that that's the funny thing about it. I was up there on that bed in the delivery room, like, damn, what did I get myself into? Cause I I can't give up. I can't opt out at this point. I have no choice but to finish this race. And then my child was born. And I was introduced to not only a new person, not only this this incredible being that I had I had helped to produce and to create, but I had also been introduced to a new version of myself, a greater version of myself that was powerful, that was that 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 was knowing, that was able to to perceive divinity to produce divinity and i was i was a new woman through that journey so when i think about whether or not you know having my child was an accident or having my child was a mis- mistake i know that absolutely in no way possible is that true because not only did I not only did I produce an incredible divine being, but I also gave birth to my incredible and divine self. So that wasn't no accident. That that was divinely ordained. That was divinely a part of my journey in, in coming into myself. So when I think about is there a such thing as an accident? I think about accidents the same way I do coincidence. There is no such thing. And I think I heard my co-host laughing on the line. Cole, Cole, you there? I I am here. I am present, and I am just beaming. I don't know who is smiling through me. I don't know who is, um, but there is a very, very strong sense welling within me of pride in you right now in this moment um and i don't want to step on it i'm i'm basking i don't want to even put nicole's voice on what you have just what you have just shared with all of us it was just so no accident no accident. It was no accident that I was on public transportation, and uh, this was this was this was your moment, and you rose to it, and you seized it, and you you were it, you were it, and so I'm I'm a witness over here. <laughs> I'm a witness. 
to what did you say? You know, I'm taking. I was taking notes the whole time. I, I know it. To your incredible divine self. And I want to tell you, I've heard a lot of women talk. I've heard a lot of sisters talk. Um, but what you just emitted into our eardrums and what you just emitted out to the universe was so beautiful and so sincere. Um, and I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for that. I thank you for your offering and your sharing today. Thank you, Coley Cole. We so are you, at. Why don't you tell us about some divine, divine oh accidents? No, not today. <laughs> today we're going to just get into you, <laughs> and we're going to continue with you. I'm not even going to attempt to come behind, behind this incredible divine woman that I'm on the line with. And so I'll, I, I'm just going to tell you what I heard and what I appreciated. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on appreciation. I really appreciated that you gave us a, a celestial overlay, a cosmic overlay, uh, talking about celestial bodies and the current activity. I want to say happy belated birthday uh, to you. Um, that is awesome. And, and so you're at your return. And so here you are going around again, right, the station. Right. And right. and you're showing up in such a divine light way. Uh, so many of the things that you said that were just nuggets for me, especially in light of what is being what is being shown to us, because none of us were there, so we're just getting you know bombarded with with images and stories. Right. And so I thought you did a a, a beautiful job framing it and moving us into what you call the journey of what we know to be greater within ourselves and how you said, so you get pregnant and it's, can I do this? And I don't know if I can do this. And as we talked, we're fully transparent I purposely planned to get pregnant, so it wasn't so much an accident as much as it was a very clear, clearly planned mistake <laughs> initially. And so as you say, there are no mistakes. It was not a mistake. Um, and this introduction, you said, to this greater version of yourself, this new woman, and that you were calling forth to me what I heard is expansion, a deeper knowing, and um, your discovering of your power, you know, your power that, that you have, as your mother said, your presence, that in that moment you went to go get up and you realized, I can't, I just pushed somebody out of me. I can't just jump up here. But in that moment, you you a lot of people what i hear in you is just such beautiful awareness and it's scary to become aware right it's scary to become aware like you said that when you're in labor and it's a labor of love and you're tired and you're not sure if you can do this but you are aware that you don't have a choice <laughs> ain't no turning back at that point 
There's no, what did you say? You don't get to opt out. Can somebody come do this for me? Oh, you know what? I've been here for 30 hours. Can you just, can you just step in and push her out? Thanks. No, I've done the hard work. No, no. And the fact that you're, that you're at peace. I heard a peace. I heard a surrendering on the line today. Mm. And not a surrendering to life's circumstances, but a surrendering to that somehow, some way, I have called this greater version of myself to myself, and now I'm mm. going to have to walk in it. And right. in light of what's going on today with the images that we are being shown, I mean, live feed, uh, that it's being replayed, I have to call my dad this morning just to say, you know, at 39, I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have not seen this. Uh, I don't know what I'm seeing. And and he talked about what was resonating for Nicole and what I heard in when you talked about your labor and your pregnancy and this journey that you've been on and the reprogramming of your mind and your brain and how you see things is what I'm hearing is you are rooting out the fear. Hmm. That small voice you said, uh, it could have been the spirit, it could have been your higher self, it could have been your daughter's voice you said that said, you're big enough, you're great enough, you can do this. And I had to trust myself and believe in myself. And isn't that the challenge that each one of us as individuals are facing when we are shown that you don't have control over yourself in this society? That isn't, I mean, to me, that is the ultimate uh, you're you're that you opened up freedom today when you said there's a freedom in surrendering that I don't have this choice, but I know I'm big enough, I know I'm great enough, and I know I can do this. And when that's it, when you're looking on your social media, when you're looking, uh, you know, you're hearing it at the water cooler. People are talking about it on the bus, and it's will you in yourself and I'm going to keep saying it because it's so beautiful, in your incredible divine self, will you surrender to your awareness that you are big enough and you are great enough and that you can do this? You can have the life you want. You are not at the mercy of what the 5% is telling you. You are not at the mercy at of of the cubicle that you're in, the, the paycheck that you have. You are not at the mercy of that's a, that's a man's world, and you are not at the mercy of, well, I'm stuck in this marriage, but, you know, without two incomes, I can't really do it. You are not at the mercy. It may feel like you don't have choice. Like you said, this baby has to come out. I don't have a choice. But can you, in your awareness, pull back and see that it has all led to this moment? this moment where you have to throw fear out. You have to throw it out. And I think you gave us all such a great gift by not bringing in fear to the conversation of what we're all in the midst of. And I have mm-hmm. such a deep appreciation for you for that, that you, that you, you talked about an awareness and, and the greatness that is 
in us, around us, and can you surrender to the idea that something bigger is at play? But can you have an awareness of your individual greatness while that's going on? Because that's what's under attack. What's under attack is your individual greatness. Hmm. And and that's for me. I'm 39. I'm in a cubicle, and I I listen to you. I'm an entrepreneur, and I know Baby Girl is there, and you're managing all this. But that's the day to day battle. If can right. I really be that thing I say I desire to be? Can I match my belief up to that desire, and then and then block out whatever is not in alignment with that? Because that's that's the difference between you know, a bench player and a champion. A champion mm-hmm. is someone who, you, you know what I'm trying to say? That's, this is where you see it. those rise up. This is the difference right. between I'm just happy to be on the team and I, I'm here to win. That's two mm-hmm. different energies. I, I've played sports, high school and basketball, and we have girls that were just happy to be on the team. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had women who they wanted to win, and that's all they wanted to do. And then you had, like, I was in the middle. Nobody can take away what I did on that court as an individual. And it wasn't until, like, my senior year, and it wasn't really until I stopped playing sports competitively, competitively that I really just enjoyed started playing basketball again for Nicole. Hmm. Just to play for Nicole, not the people, not my family, not my daughter. But in this moment with everything going around, as I was talking to my dad, can I surrender to my expansion and not put my energy and focus on things that nobody else could push for you? Nobody else can, could, could have brought her through. And so um, I'm just really appreciative of your willingness to, to share the, the ongoings of your inner world. <laughs> and um, I thought you spoke so eloquently um, and if there's any doubt about no mistakes, I, I, it's gone for me <laughs> because <laughs> you did such a good job of, um, of showing us the beauty that it's all led to this moment. When you Maybe. said that, Maybe. it was hmm. awesome. It has all led to this moment. So if I'm good in this moment, doesn't that mean it's all been good? Right. And that's the power. The, the, I, I, so I, I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm, I know we have like 15 minutes on the line, so um, I think we'd love to open it up to any type of feedback or, or any type of insight that was experienced. Um, I would love to hear from any from those on the line. Comments, questions? Anybody want to raise a hand? Yeah. Let's see. I'm not seeing any hands go up. Okay. I'm not seeing any hands go up. You know what I what I what I did want to speak to as well, and and thinking about the the divinity of accidents, the divinity of mistakes. And 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 that's going to be my task for this week is finding a new word to use, right? Because I'm like that's an illusion. Those things do not actually Ooh, come exist, on. Right? Come on. Come on. You know how you were talking about I was thinking like my daughter when she used to have quote unquote accidents in the bed. Why would I call them accidents? She was sleeping. <laughs> Why am I calling I know this is going to sound really funny to some people, but 
And then I started to trigger that these words are illusions. They're not accidents. They are events. They are simply, they're neutral. They're events. The The mere title of accident or mistake starts to lean it towards one direction, right? So mm-hmm. I totally agree. They're, they're just right. events. They're happenings. They're happenings. Right. right. And you know what I thought was really, really beautiful about what you said? I heard you speak earlier. You said not surrendering to the, the, the thing or the event or the activity itself, but surrendering to your divinity, surrendering mm. to your greatness. And and at the same time, within that same sentence, you were also speaking about freedom, right? And what popped yes. up for me in that moment was this idea of contradiction, right? In, in, in the same space, we can be talking about freedom and also talking about surrendering, right? And, and that's mm-hmm. the that's that's really a beautiful divine activity. The idea that we can be doing both of these things at the same time, surrendering and also being free, right? Mm-hmm. And and it, it occurs to me that this entire earth experience is is really about overcoming the illusion, all of the illusions that there are to be distracted by, right? Because mm-hmm. I had been thinking to myself, I said, you know, and, and a lot of folks are bringing up this question of, you know, will what do we do, you know, how do we how do we stop this thing from happening, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I had been talking one time with Noble and, you know, and we were we were talking about this same idea of if we weren't fighting about this one thing, would we be fighting about something else, right? And, and we know okay. that one of, one of the laws of this very planet that we live on is, is duality, right? But, however, we're taught that duality is a conflicting principle, right? But in reality, okay. when we perceive it divinely, it is, it is two things acting differently yet harmoniously at the same time. Time. So I said mm-hmm. to myself, well, you know, if if we weren't fighting about this race thing, we would be fighting about something else. We would be fighting about gender, and, and we're fighting about that now too, right? So I, I said to myself, well, I think that's the that's the the thing about the planet, the dimension that we live on is is distraction, right? And so oftentimes we allow ourselves to be distracted by perceived failure, perceived uh, things not going my way, not realizing that if I can just be still in this moment, if I can just be quiet in this moment and not judge this moment, not judge myself, right? Like when I was running late going to pick my pick my baby up. I'm in those first few moments I'm judging myself. You should have managed mm-hmm. your time better. You should have did this. Yeah. You should have did that. And lo and mm-hmm. behold, moments down the road I the the answer as to why I was running you know, so called running late mm-hmm. was revealed to me. No, it was a detour. So one of the things that, that I've been journeying through, one of the things that I've been growing through is, 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 the, how, is, is really um, 
changing my vocabulary, changing mm-hmm. my per- my perception of life and the things that are going on around me. And and as I've gotten more and 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 you know it, it's funny because I, I last week actually or two weeks ago I found myself questioning like why am I going through this right now why am I so frustrated mm-hmm. you know I was I was dealing with like a with like a work project and I and and here I was try, busy trying to push trying to make it into something that it wasn't in that moment and funny enough. Because I'm and I'm on a timeline too. I'm on a day. I, I got a timeline going on. I got a schedule. I got all of this stuff going on. So everything right. in me is saying push, go harder, right? But right. funny enough, it was when I slowed down that I became successful. That I was able to complete the project. Like, you know, from a from a intellectual perspective, that that is totally contradictory, right? Slow down. Mm-hmm. What? You on a timeline here? But it was well, actually, in the slowing down that I was able to actually complete the task. So when I think about, you know, if 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 you know, can humanity reach a level of peace? Can humanity stop fighting about X, Y, and Z? Right? Mm-hmm. It occurs to me that those very things are the distractions. Mm-hmm. You we talked you talked last week about coming into an individual sense of self, an individual knowing. And and I and I spoke to spoke to a friend about this yesterday, this idea that it is it is our individual ascension, our individual liberation that contributes to collective Liberation. So, because if I can't see it, I'm, I can't be it. If I can't, if right? I don't see Nikki rising up, how do how does Nicole look up? I don't have anything to look up to. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, "Oh, that's that's what we're talking about. That's what this journey really is." So right? one is the many. Planet Earth mm-hmm. is a bunch of distractions. To make us think we should be moving faster, to make us think we should be doing more, to make us think we should be going harder, to make us think we should be doing so many other things other than listening and surrendering to our higher selves, surrendering to that that quiet, tiny little voice that seems so insignificant. Come on. But it, it it is the very opposite of what we've been programmed to believe. It's the very opposite Woo. of what we've been taught. And so now here I am in my thirties, just now realizing that, man, I'm still learning. I'm still a baby mm-hmm. in all of this. <laughs> I got I got a whole lifetime of work ahead yeah. of me. <laughs> it this work this growing didn't stop when I turned 18 and I graduated from high school. It didn't stop, Come on. you know, sure it didn't. doesn't stop when we turn 22 and, and, and graduate from college. It never stops. It, 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 it started all over again, as a matter of fact, when I gave birth to my child. Because yep. now here I am in the space of being a student 
from a different perspective in life. And guess who my teacher is? This little three-year-old person running around showing and teaching me that, no, you, you, you're great, and I know you're great, and, and you're going to believe in you the same way that I do. And, and many times I find myself humbled by that, right, because it's, it's the very contradictions in life where the, mm-hmm. the truth really lies, right? Because from mm-hmm. what I've been taught, I'm supposed to be her teacher, not the other way around. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be telling her how to do this and, and what to do. But but mm-hmm. in this grand scheme, in, in this grand lesson, I'm still the student. I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm only recently growing into knowing and trusting, and I'm still learning to to trust Mm -hmm. myself, my theory, to trust God. And isn't that incredible? What really is is amazing and surprising to me is how many of us run around talking about we love God. You know, we love this higher being. We love the universe. Mm -hmm. But... When you really look at and you, when you really listen to our conversations, when you really look at the decisions that we make, what they really point to is the fact that we don't trust God. We don't trust that the universe is constantly conspiring for our success. And, and, and it is through the very nature of that conflict that creates the, the, the failures or perceived failures. But what I'm learning, that's what I'm going to start calling it, because it's not a failure, it's not an accident, it's a detour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a, a rerouting to get you right back to the same destination. And ultimately for me right now, that destination is fully trusting, learning, and leaning into my spirit. Because as I've looked back on different experiences in my life where I heard that little tiny voice speaking in my ear and I I was like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about, and I didn't Mm -hmm. listen, that's where the conflict arose. Mm -hmm. Because I listened to that loud, boastful voice that I didn't recognize was actually my ego. And that's something that I'm learning now is that many of us do not know who what or how the ego actually shows up. We don't we don't know that, right? Because we think ego is, you know, the 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 show off, right? That's what we think ego mm-hmm. is, you know, but not recognizing <laughs> that it's ego that actually wants to keep us in our comfort zone. Regardless of whether or not that comfort zone is conducive to our goals or conducive right. to a greater life, that's not the that's not the concern of ego. Ego nope. wants to keep us in our comfort zones. But yeah. the greatness of life is is just outside of those very boundaries. It is. And and with that, I mean we're coming up at eleven fifty nine. I know we wanted to respect people's time and um I, we gonna we have to end with Nikki. We have to end with Nikki. Nikki, that was beautiful. And that, I mean, is right outside of it. I mean, you know, and the beauty. What I really appreciate is that you saw the you saw the car accident, and you didn't go, oh, this is why. 
you saw that accident and said, ah, that is why. Two different energies. You surrendered. You surrendered to the detour to see the beauty that the universe had. And And then you gave gratitude and appreciation. And that is what you are fostering in your life. So that is what will grow. And so you will see that more. And so to you, I say thank you for reminding us when we see a detour to give thanks. Hmm. Attitude of gratitude. That's my takeaway for this week. That's that's a great way. That's a that's a great way to end number four. <laughs> and, especially right now. An attitude of gratitude, especially right now. And I just appreciate your energy and your where you're at. And I thank you for sharing that with us. Um, attitude of gratitude. And I think that's that's number four. That's number four. Did we get number four? That's number four. I think so. I think we got it in. Yes. So on that note, family, we will hear y'all, see y'all, speak with y'all next week, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for It's That Easy, number five. Hey, hey. Great job today, Nikki. Thank you. Peace, family. Peace.